Hello everyone. Welcome to the Lifeaholic podcast. This is Tinukemi Olaoye. How are you doing today? We've been talking about fulfillment this month and I hope this has been a good and fulfilling month for you. On the last episode, we had our first guest on the podcast, Toby Lobajai, awesome human being and founder of the Let Cerebral Palsy Kids Learn Foundation. I had an amazing time sitting with Toby recording the podcast and I hope you are still digesting what you learned from it. I know I still am. It was just so inspiring and very insightful. I took a lot of a lot of lessons from it and I'm still working on what I learned and trying to see what I can change, um, how I can improve. And let me just see. It's great to be inspired, but what counts is what we do after we have been inspired. How did it change us? This new thing that we learned, this inspiration that we had, how did it change us? How did it change our thinking? How did it change our outlook? What decisions did we make? What changed about our habits, about our direction, about our pursuits, about our about how we live our lives, about how we think. That's what matters. It's not just about learning for the purpose of learning. Of course, that's that's amazing. I'm, I love learning new things. I love hearing new things. I love being inspired. But at the end of the day, we don't want to just be somebody that just takes knowledge in and doesn't do anything with it. So I really hope you're doing something with what we learned from Toby Lobajai in on the last episode of the podcast. Today, we are wrapping the month of April off with a discussion on questions that matter. So on this episode, I want to share with us a few questions that we need to ask ourselves regularly if we want to live a fulfilled life. So you see, many of us may not be able to do huge or um, popular things, but we can still live our lives knowing that we are giving our best to God and to the world around us. And at the end of the day, that's what matters. And these questions that we're going to discuss, that I'm going to share, they are the same questions we may find ourselves asking even at the end of our lives when it's time for us to go and face the Lord. We certainly don't need to wait till the end of our lives to ask ourselves these very important questions. I believe that we should be asking them regularly to ensure that we are on track, that we're living purposefully, passionately, and productively. And these are not big questions either. They're very simple questions, but their answers will, you know, they will reveal our hearts. And the answers will let us know if we're doing the right things, if we're being our best selves, you know, if we're living our best lives, if we're being faithful to our multifaceted calling in God. Because we're going to be asking this on a regular basis, so I'm going to be asking it in the past tense because you want to ask, you know, sort of to gauge how you've been doing over a course of time, over a period of time. So the very first question is, did I spend time with God? Now, note that I didn't ask did I spend time reading my Bible? Did I spend time praying or going to church or doing something in church? All those things are great and they are necessary and we should do them. But we should also remember that there are means to an end and that end is God himself. We do all these things so that we can draw closer to him, so that we can connect with him. I remember once I downloaded an app to help me get my daily tasks and um, my daily routines, you know, things like that, to get them done. And I was supposed to check the lists at the end of the day and tick the boxes of the things I got done. And it was awesome at first 
because I was ticking a lot of boxes and I was getting a real kick from it. You know, when you get to, when you get to the app and you see, you know, you see several green marks, you see, you know, the plus marks, you're, you're feeling on top of your game. But at the point in time, I started, I noticed that I was getting, you know, beginning to get almost addicted to ticked boxes so much so that it interfered with how I was getting my tasks done. What I cared about was ticking a box at the end of the day. I wasn't even doing things with the right heart anymore. So now, for instance, I could be praying. And then I realized, ah, I have several things to do, which is not a new situation. There's several times you're praying, you're distracted, you know, and that's, that's almost normal. You just find your way back. But this time around, because I knew that, ah, if I don't speed up this prayer that I'm doing, I'm going to, I won't have the opportunity to do these other things. And at the end of the day, I won't get my full pass mark. And so that's that's how crazy it became and I, I, I was looking forward to how to get my full pass mark at the end of the day so i'll now rush through and move on to the next thing which actually is really crazy right anyway i realized my error i snapped out of it and i took a break from the app because honestly the app was supposed to help me it wasn't supposed to necessarily interfere with the heart with which i did things it wasn't supposed to it was a means it wasn't the end in itself getting the pass mark was supposed to encourage me not being the to encourage me to do what i had to do not being the thing that i had to do in itself in the same way reading our Bible, praying and going to church and all of those things fellowshipping with other believers they are also supposed to help us you know to connect with God and be the best we can be. Not necessarily, they are not the end in and of themselves. So spiritual activities are not an end in and of themselves. There is someone through all these activities that is God and he's the reason for them. So the very first question like I started with is, did I spend time with God? Okay, so the second question is, did I spend quality time with the people that mean a lot to me? I've heard it said that love is spelled T-I-M-E. And I know some people may question that because, you know, we've read and we've heard and learned that we have, that different people have several love languages and um, not every one of them, um, not everyone needs you to spend time with them before they know you love them. But what's important here is that the people who are dearest to us need to know that they are dear to us. And we need to communicate this to them by spending time with them, by showing our love to them in any other way, as long as they can understand that they mean something to us they are important to us and um okay so i heard about a book titled i have not personally read it i've just read through summaries of it um the book is titled the top five regrets of the dying authored by Bronnie ware who's an um, australian nurse and she had worked as a palliative nurse and carer and people who were in the last legs of their lives people who had only weeks or months to leave maybe you know those who had some kind of terminal illness and things got really bad. So she wrote a book sharing their regrets, the things they shared with her that they regretted doing over the course of their lives or that they wish they had done better, things they wish they had done differently. And the regrets were typically the same across board for several of them, which is why she titled the top five regrets of the dying. And the number two regrets was that people were wishing they hadn't spent so much time working hard and missing out on the relationships they could have had with the people dearest to them. So um, while we have pursuits outside of our family, outside of our relatives and friends, we still need to ensure that whatever it is we're doing helps us to spend time 
grooming and growing these relationships at the end of the day it's people that matter and the people that matter to you are those that are dearest to you so that's the second question did i spend quality time did i show the people who are dearest to me that they mean a lot to me third question is did i do something to further the kingdom and purposes of god here on earth you see, we are disciples of Jesus Christ. And even when we may not realize it, we are here to serve his kingdom. And his purposes and kingdom exceed the four walls of a church. So even when we may not go on, you know, maybe you're not a missionary, you don't go on missions to another country to, to, to share the gospel, or you're not carrying on a big crusade or project or something, we all still need to work and live and go about our business with the mindset that we are here on purpose to advance the kingdom of God. Even if it's by praying for people, for for the church, for the kingdom, for souls, um, for nations. Even if it's by giving or by serving somehow, we need to have that mindset of the kingdom. Something that helps us to see that we're not just here on our own. We are practically like undercover agents. <laughs> and you know, the Bible says that God sees us as a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a, a holy nation, a people that have been set apart for God, for his purposes, you know, to show forth his light in our own generation, in our own world. So we need to ask ourselves, did I do something? What have I done to further the kingdom and purposes of God on earth? What have I done to advance the kingdom of God. Something. You don't necessarily need to start something big. You can just be a part of something that exists already. Okay, so number four question is, did I contribute to make the world a better place? So now we are citizens of heaven. Yes, this world is not our home, but we are not just passing through. We are not just passing through. We are making our mark. We have a responsibility to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. And so we need to be deliberate about doing our part to make the world a better place in any way we can. Again, this doesn't have to be something so huge, but you need to be leaving a holy footprint on the sands of time on, on the earth. We need to be making our mark. We need to be doing something that shows that we are contributing somehow to the world. And it's not just about doing it. It's about the intentionality with which we do it because we are expected to. So people, that's the last question. Did I contribute to make the world a better place? At the end of the day, and of course at the end of our lives, it's questions like this that will matter to us even before God. And while we, we may not be able to control several things, we can certainly control or change the answers we give to these questions. So on that note, here's the assignment for this week. Take some time to answer these questions. And if you find that you're answering no to many of them, you need to work on setting things right. I pray that we'll all receive God's ever-present help in Jesus name. Amen. So people, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great sharing and learning with you. Please subscribe to the podcast if you have not done so already and share it with the people you care about. Tell them about the podcast if it has been helpful for you in any way. And to connect with me or the Lifeaholic community, the links will be in the show notes. I'll see you next week. God bless you. Bye.